Hello, and welcome to Hormone Bestie. I am so thankful to have you here. I am Erin, your Hormone Bestie and host. This podcast is for you if you are working on your hormone health, trying to get pregnant, are so tired of people giving you useless and not practical advice, and if you are just trying to make sense of your body, your hormones, and your place in this world. Today, I thought I would take some time to tell you a bit about who I am, why I am here, and how I became the voice behind Hormone Bestie because you should care where your information is coming from. And no, I didn't just read a pamphlet one day about hormone health and say, that's for me. I have experienced problems with hormone balance. I have been frustrated with the healthcare system. I have worked within the healthcare system, and I feel so passionate about helping you feel your best, understand your body, and feel like you can take on your cycle so that you can live life in a way that works for you and your body. To start off with, I'm Erin. I am a registered dietitian and fertility coach, and I help people who are ready to confidently ditch birth control, understand their cycle, and support their hormone health and fertility through the power of nutrition. I talk a lot about hormone health and fertility, and you may think, I don't even know if I ever want to get pregnant. And that's perfectly fine. Having a healthy cycle for fertility is also just having a healthy cycle for life. We have been taught that your hormone health doesn't really matter, that your cycle should just be ignored, slap on some birth control, and you are good to go, babe. Whatever we can do to suppress our normal hormone function and pretend we don't have this incredible but challenging to understand cycle. Until that all stops working, because so many of us, myself included, went on hormonal birth control for more reasons than just to avoid pregnancy. For me, it was painful, debilitating periods. For you, it might have been the same, or maybe it was horrible acne or migraines or PMS mood swings that made you worry you were crazy. But for many of us, we also came off birth control just to find that these problems were the same or maybe even worse than they were before, which is how I ended up learning about hormone health. But let's start at the beginning, which is actually a high school Aaron who was recovering from an eating disorder, an Aaron who was so scared of being seen, who was so scared of people thinking about her weight, who would have panic attacks just thinking about going to school. But when I started healing, started recovering, I would look to nutrition as power. I would try to understand why I was eating the foods that I was eating. And this is what led me to pursue a degree in nutrition. Cut to college where I then learned that everything I had read on Google about nutrition was wrong. In fact, everything I had read on the internet about nutrition and food really just spurred on a desire to only eat super healthy things and be scared of everything else which we now know as something called orthorexia. My obsession with food had really just shifted from one perspective to another, but I was still using food to cope with the world around me that felt scary. I think a lot of us choose educational paths and careers to help save ourselves. I know that I personally did, because going to school for nutrition opened my eyes to just how much food can do for us, but also how much it can do. For example, food can help us manage chronic diseases, but it cannot make us live forever. Food can support a healthy body, but it cannot make you superior. Food can be comfort, but it doesn't make all of our problems go away. I think part of the reason that food is such a confusing thing for so many of us is that we are taught that it holds so much power. We are taught that eating only the healthiest of healthy foods somehow is a badge of honor. Instead of being taught that food is a beautiful thing that we should enjoy and that it's actually not supposed to be a determination of worth. Food is family dinners. It's girls' nights with takeout. It's snacks while watching a movie with your partner. It's comfort when there is loss. It's how we show that we care. It's how we honor our friends, our families, and ourselves. 
coming to these realizations helped me to understand that food can be a beautiful thing, that I can feel confident in my eating choices, I can comfort with food, I can also have control. But most importantly, I can trust myself to enjoy food and I don't have to feel powerless. And that all of these things can be true at the same time. Life is not black and white, and neither is food. While I was in college, I became passionate about using food as a preventative measure, as a way to secure and support our health before things get bad. What I didn't understand until I went to grad school was that even if you do everything perfectly, sometimes bad things still happen. We still get sick. We still get scary diseases. And while this might sound depressing to some, I actually happen to find it incredibly encouraging and comforting and incredibly freeing. Because guess what? We don't have to be perfect. And honestly, how much does that pizza for girls' night really increase your risk? In fact, we know now that stress, and yes, this includes the stress brought on by trying to be perfect with food, can play such a huge impact on your wellness, your overall health, and your hormone health. So why spend any longer trying to be this idea of perfect when there is so much more to enjoy in the world? And this shift in my perspective was so powerful for me. Now, I'm not saying that we just give up trying to choose healthier options and we ditch all veggies or that we stop encouraging healthy movement. But I am saying that there is a risk-reward equation that needs to be considered here. We don't know our fate. We don't know what is going to happen to us. We can do our best to support our bodies, but we can also do our best to enjoy our lives and enjoy our food while still maintaining healthy practices But those healthy practices need to include enjoying the hell out of your brunch, your dinners, and choosing what feels good for you. This is where we ditch the black and white. We ditch the all or nothing. We find the gray area, the middle ground that supports our bodies and also supports our souls because they are both imperative for our health. But back to my timeline. (laughs) After I completed my undergraduate degree in dietetics, I went on to complete my master's in nutrition science and do my dietetic internship. This was my master's, but also 1,400 hours of supervised practice, which is required for all dietetic interns in order to be able to sit for our credentialing exam. And this is important to know because when you are considering working with a dietitian or nutrition coach, it can be helpful to understand what their education might have looked like. And if you are ever curious about someone's education when you are thinking about working with them, just ask. People love to talk about everything that they have done. And if they are hesitant to tell you, maybe that is giving you some information of its own. But anyways, I finished up this education, passed my exam to become an RD, and immediately started working at a hospital where I worked for about three and a half years. While I was there, I started to notice that I didn't feel my best, like all the time. (laughs) I was just kind of blah, flat, not myself. I had no sex drive, very little energy, and just didn't feel motivated to do anything or to be me, to be excited, outgoing, or fun. I talked to my OB, who was the first to tell me that birth control could be affecting all of these things that I was feeling. She put that nugget into my head, a nugget that grew into all of this. Now, we all make decisions differently. I will hem and haw over something for days, weeks, until something cracks, usually in the middle of the night, and I just have to decide. Something's got to give. So I stopped taking my birth control, and I'll be honest— I think I thought I was just magically going to feel like a new person. And while I did get some of my energy and memory back to normal, nothing was as grand as I was thinking it was going to be. I would even go as far as to say that some things were worse 
After years of being on birth control, I was back to having horrible periods that knocked me out for an entire week, having mood swings that were honestly confusing for everyone around me. And for the first time in my life, I had horrible acne. And honestly, the acne was the thing that did it for me. While that may sound superficial, it was a very real thing. Not only did I feel uncomfortable to be without any makeup, but it hurt. And if you have ever had hormonal cystic acne before, you will know that it is incredibly painful. Talking, even just smiling hurt so bad. It was like feeling sharp shooting needles in my face all day long. The periods that kept me in bed for a week, that I was used to. This new thing on my face, I dreaded it. At first, it would show up just right before my period, but eventually it was there all the time. This is when I started to pay attention to my cycle, my hormones, and my nutrition. I learned that what I was eating and how I was eating played such an important role in my hormone health and that we actually have so many more options when it comes to our menstrual cycles than I previously thought. Which, after only being given the options from doctors of go on birth control or lose weight, I was eager to find anything else that might help, especially after learning that birth control didn't actually fix the root of the problem. It was just a band-aid that masked the problem. And I want to be clear about something. It's not that I am completely against birth control, and I certainly cannot ignore all that it has done for women, but I also think that we shouldn't stop there. We deserve comprehensive education on our birth control to learn if it really is the right thing for us. And if there are options, like addressing the root cause of hormone imbalance through nutrition and lifestyle, I think that these should be explored and encouraged as much as birth control. I started by addressing my period pain. I changed my eating. I took supplements that were right for me, and I started supporting my cycle as a whole. When I finally had a period that didn't hurt, where I could still run and be active and yes, have energy, I honestly thought that I could conquer the world. There was no stopping me. My mood swings had started to subside. I noticed I wasn't all over the place the week before my period was about to start. And then came the acne. Now, acne is one of those things that one day you hear nutrition doesn't affect it at all, and the next day nutrition is the only thing that affects it. So I am here to share that if you are dealing with hormonal acne, yes, your nutrition can help, but depending on how severe it is, what the cause may be, you may need additional help. I ended up going to a dermatologist who gave me a topical ointment to use, and it was so helpful. I used that for a while and was able to stop using it, mostly because I ran out, and now I can manage my skin through nutrition and through a thorough skincare routine. Yes, occasional pimples are still a part of my life, but they're actually just a normal part of skin. But I'm so thankful that I am not in pain every time I lay my face on a pillow at night. And this is when I started into my social media platform on hormone health. All I could think of is I did this for myself. More people, more women, more menstruators need to know that what they do matters. And they need to know that they can understand their bodies and their cycles. And that birth control is not the only answer. And neither is weight loss. And I still feel so incredibly passionate about this. But if you have followed me on IG for a while or worked with me, you may have noticed a shift over the past eight months. From solely hormone health to hormone health and fertility. While my original passion came from hormone health, came from what I was going through, over the past four to five years, I have watched people I love, family members and friends experience difficulty with fertility and pregnancy. The hurt that they experienced, what their families were going through, opened my eyes. I felt so much compassion for this side of hormone health. After talking with them, supporting them, I was able to see what an impact nutrition could make on being able to get pregnant, but also to have a healthy pregnancy. And I truly fell in love with this world. 
which is how I ended up here, working with people who are ready to expand their families and want to do it while supporting their bodies in a beautiful way through nutrition. And that's what I love, watching people feel confident in their food choices, know how to support their bodies and optimize their fertility in a way that makes sense for them, is practical, and they can even start doing it before they even start trying to conceive. And that's me, your hormone bestie, because I am here to stand, sit, cry, laugh, and celebrate with you. I am here to support you, cheer for you, and help you implement and explore nutrition in a way that works for you and your current and or future family. To answer questions, to educate, and to do the research so that you don't have to because you have enough on your plate, you don't need that too. And I created this podcast, Hormone Bestie, so that you could have another resource that is easy to fit in and that hopefully packs a lot of helpful information into a timeframe that works for you. So if you are loving Hormone Bestie, I would be honored if you would send me a message on IG or share the podcast on your stories and make sure to tag me. This helps other people who might be working on their fertility and hormone health find me and the podcast so that they might also get some helpful information. And as always, I am so thankful to have you here, to have you listening, and I know what a challenge it can be to work on your hormone health, to work on your fertility. So if that is you, I am just wishing you the most beautiful and healthful week and know that what you do makes such a beautiful difference. So until next time, happy hormones.